Hawks and talking about golden. Check yeah. out the Jay Holla Columbus's own Jay Holla yeah, yeah. with the Blunt Talk Podcast. Make sure you check it out. It's golden. Yes, sir. And just like that, I'm back. Blunt Talk Podcast. I'm your generous host. My name Holla. Happy Halloween, y'all. Hold on, man. I'm going to talk to y'all in a minute. Let that play for a second, man. Let that play. Killed you. 
Talk podcast, my name Holla. That shit was scary, man. That was a scary ass scene out of the movie uh, Tales from the Hood, man. Like, any inspiration I had of being a gangster, man, was out the window. That shit was out the window when I watched that movie, man. That movie fucked me up, man. Uh, it came out in what, 95? That, that made me what? How old am I? I'm eight years old. Eight years old in 95, bro, watching Tales from the Hood. And that shit was scary, bro. That was one of the scariest fucking movies I ever seen when I was a kid. Now that I'm grown, you know, uh, I can laugh at the movie. I see, I catch all the funny parts and shit. But that shit wasn't funny when I was a kid, bro. Like I really thought that's how it was. Like you, you get killed and you die and you think you alive and shit. And really, you really in hell. Like it was that shit fucked me up, bro. The crazy K scene. Oh man. Uh, the scene with the uh, with the racist dude and the, and the fucking uh, the little the little nigglets, the little statues and shit, bro. My grandma used to have them shits in the house, bro. I never looked at them the same, like, bro. I was always looking at them motherfuckers whenever I went over it went over anybody's house, and I seen them little statues, bro. I was watching them motherfuckers, like, bro. If I see any type of movement, that motherfucker blink. Fall on his own or do anything. That motherfucker move a quarter inch to the left. I'm out of here. Like for real, straight up. Like that shit was scary, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I wonder what, what's, what's some of y'all's uh, scariest movies when y'all was kids, man. You know y'all can you know y'all can definitely jump in the comment section. You know, and let me know. Um, yeah, man, that was a scary ass movie, man. Um. Oh, happy Halloween, y'all, by the way. Halloween, H-O-L-L-A, wing. You know what it is, man. But, uh, yeah, man, growing up, like, that, that was one of the scariest movies I've seen, man. That movie that movie set me straight, bro. I don't know about y'all. That movie that set me straight. I knew, like, I wanted to be a good guy. I wanted to be a good guy. But, you know, growing up in my environment and growing up around the niggas I was on the north side, Columbus, Ohio, and going through the shit I did, nigga end up like on some other shit but when I was young bro all I'm saying is uh well I think that was, was that a Spike Lee movie man I hope that was a Spike Lee movie man I ain't, I ain't got my fact checks my fact check to confirm but uh yeah that was that, that movie like really that movie had me thinking that nigga if you was a gangster you was going to fucking hell nigga Definitely wasn't trying to go to no goddamn hell, man. You feel me? Another scary movie. Uh, one of 
man, I'm going to let y'all know right now, man. Chucky, y'all. Chucky. That was a scary-ass movie, man. Like, that shit scared me. I'll still be a little... I mean, now that I'm grown, like I said, I I, I can... I understand the humor. I can catch on to the humor of Chucky. But when I was young, that first Chucky, bruh, that first one that came out, like, see, now he look all like... Uh, it's like, just looked Hollywood and shit, like some old Hollywood effect shit. But that first Chucky, nigga, when the motherfucking... When that nigga, uh... What's his name? Charles Ray or whatever the fuck his name was. When his soul went into the to the body and he would turn into bro, that shit was scary as fuck to me when I was a kid, man. Shout out to my mom, man. My mom, I remember my mom used to always like use that to like threaten me and shit to like get me in straight to, to get me to act right and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, threaten me with uh like saying she was gonna go get Chucky and shit, cause bro, that was scary, bro. And that was like that was like realistic, bro, cause dude was getting chased by a cop. And he ran into he just happened to run into a fucking uh a toy store. You feel me? He was shot, he was about to die, and the nigga did some voodoo shit and put his soul into the fucking dog, bro, and was killing shit, bro. That shit was too real, bro. That that seemed like some shit that can really happen, you know. Like, motherfuckers that live over there, like, where Rihanna live and all that shit. Like, the motherfuckers that be into that shit, bro. That shit seemed like it could really happen, bro. That was that was a very scary movie to me, man. That was scary, man. That was some scary shit. Y'all know y'all scared, too, man. And, uh... Okay, what's, what's another scary movie, man? My third top scariest movie uh, when I was a child. Like, when you talk about when you grow up. As a grown man, like nigga, like we got real scary shit, like cops out here killing niggas. It's real life, but as a as a kid, I have to say, uh, third, of course, man, Nightmare on Elm Street, bro, Freddy Krueger, bro, that was some scary shit, bro. Like he was fucking niggas up in a sleep, bro. And like you gotta think about it, you gotta go to sleep. Motherfuckers is on there trying to stay up and shit, like. You gotta go to sleep. So imagine some some shit where a motherfucker come to you when you sleep and can fucking kill you. And if you die in your dream, you fucking really drop. You really die in real life, nigga. Like you be laying there in your fucking bed, cut the fuck up and shit, blood everywhere and shit, bro. That was some scary ass shit, bro. This nigga was all burnt up, bro. Had a fucking sweater and shit. You know what I'm saying, motherfucking like? Cause uh, didn't he do some bullshit? I think he was a pedophile or he was crazy or he did some shit, bruh. And they locked him in a... They burnt up his house. And then he motherfucking uh, came back and wanted revenge on all on all their kids, kids, and kids, kids and shit, man. That was some scary shit, man. That was very scary, man. Let me know in the comments, man, what y'all thought about that. Because I, I thought that was some real scary shit, bruh. Because, like, once again, like I said, that was something that could really fucking happen, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, number four. What's number four, man? Some shit that really tripped me out, man. Hellraiser, bruh. Hellraiser, that was some scary fucking shit, bruh. Like this, I think, wasn't that some voodoo shit? The nigga was into some voodoo shit and the nigga like, if the, when the little box opened, the nigga would, oh, bro, it was crazy. Then the nigga came back and he needed like, 
Didn't he have to eat people? I might be fucking it up. I might be high right now, but I don't know if he needed to eat people or he needed something. He needed people's skin, and he was trying to come back to life and shit, bro. Like, that shit was scary, bro. That shit was scary. I don't care what y'all say, man. Number five. Top scariest movie when I was a child, man. What had me freaked out, man? Let me think. The motherfucking Michael Jackson thriller video, bruh. That shit was scary, bruh. That shit was hard to enjoy when I was a kid, man. I can't lie. Like, I mean, them niggas was dancing and shit. He was dancing his ass off, bruh. He was dancing his ass off, bruh. But when that nigga turned into a zombie, that shit looked as scary to me, bruh. Like, that shit was scary, bruh. That nigga was, like, doing the shit with his shoulder and shit, like. That shit was tripping me out, y'all. I can't, I can't lie, man. That shit kind of tripped me out. I mean, now that I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a adult, you know, I'm an artist, you know. I understand. I see the, uh, the, uh, the, the choreography or choreography, whatever the word is. Uh, you know, I can, I can appreciate it, but like, yeah, that shit was kind of scary. Then at the end, when he was like really still, the fucking wolf or wherever the fuck, the, the zombie or whatever, nigga, and his eyes changed. That shit kind of spooked me out, MJ. That spooked me out, MJ, man. Rest in peace, though, man. But that was my top five scariest movies as a child, y'all. Let me know y'all's in the comment section, man. Let me know, man. Like I said, man, happy Halloween, y'all. Let's get it. On to the next segment. It's hollow. It's hollow. Back. You are now listening to an Arcane production. It's something on my mind, I'ma get it off. I hear on this rap grind, trying to get it off. They wanna stop mine, they never get it off. I tell her we got time, we can get it off. Yo, 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 what it do, y'all? Blow Talk Podcast, my name Holler. Hey, is you doing what you really want to do in life, man? Like, I understand, you know, we, we all got to go to work, right? So, like, people, please, like, I mean, if you get your dream job, that's something to brag about. Like, but at the end of the day, this we live in America. We live in Columbus, Ohio, motherfucker. There ain't nothing else to do but go to work. You feel me? Either you're trapping, you play sports, you go to school, or you go to work. Um, but is that what you really want to do? Um, like, I, I struggle myself with, you know, like, man, I'm one of them guys. I've been working since I was 15. My first job was at Kroger's. Uh, this is Kroger's when it was on Morse Road, not the side, not 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 the Kroger's, not the side where it's on right now. I'm talking about when it was across the street from where it's at right now, up north on Morse Road. Um, that was my first job, man, and I just remember always being miserable. I was happy to have a job. I knew 
for sure I could buy me some shoes or, you know, give me some gear, holler at a girl, whatever. Um, but, like, I remember, because I used to do four-hour days, and then I remember the first time I had to do a full eight-hour shift. You know, because like I said, I was used to working from what, four to nine or some shit, four to eight, four to nine. And uh, on a weekend, it was a weekend and I had to do a 12 to eight, my nigga. And I remember by like four, five o'clock, maybe six o'clock, I was like, what the fuck? Like I had a different respect for my parents. I had a different respect for people who go out and and work these jobs because I was like, wow, my mom do more than eight hours a day, and I ain't even made it to eight hours. It's like six o'clock, and I'm like miserable. Like I want to leave. I don't know what I signed up for. Like, why do y'all think I'm still gonna be here? I don't want to bag nobody's fucking groceries no more. Like I'm ready to go. I'm tired of standing. I'm tired of being inside of fucking Kroger's. It's been eight fucking hours. I came here at twelve o'clock. It's fucking 6 o'clock now. And I still got to be here for two more fucking hours. So, like, uh, you know, like, I I seen a live today. And it was by one of my homegirls, man. Uh, You know, my friend. um, I knew this girl since the 8th. I knew this this woman since the 8th grade. Um, I met her in the 8th grade uh, at Clinton Middle School. Uh, My homegirl, Sierra Smith. Um, I'm sorry. I know she married now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, baby girl. No disrespect. I can't, uh, like, it's not coming to me right now, which your new last name is, but she married now. Um, and man, you know, she my homegirl, man. And I came across her live, man. And she was just, she was dropping jewels, man. She was just dropping some jewels. And I hope she don't be mad at me. No, Sierra, if you listening, you know, you my homie, you know, we go way back, you know, and, uh, you know, I mean, I'm just, I'm just definitely proud of your growth and life and just the way you just approach it and the way you did it. Cause you know, I always thought you should have been a singer cause you got like one of the best voices in the city. And, you know, I guess I'll say that conversation for later on when I talk about people who, uh, can sing, who got it and just like, didn't use their talents. And I feel like that's like, you know, like I feel like you're going against God. I know you be in church. You're going against God by not using your voice. But anyway, um, yeah, man, I came across her live and uh, she was just talking about, she was just dropping mad jewels, man, about how you just, you know, you got to go and get it and, you know, working a 95 and shit and, and you know, and being, uh, what, I guess, um, stable, I guess that was, is that what they call it, stable, having a job, I mean, that's cool, but, like, is that really what you want to do, like, man, most people, man, they, they don't ever, they, they, a lot of people, that they don't chase their dreams, or they don't do the things that they think about in their head, because they don't believe that it can really happen, and, man, it can happen, man, you can do anything you want, I've been in so many messed up situations in life, I'm talking about, like, I've been rock bottom, and I always, manifested myself in out of that situation like i always knew it was it was more i would get out of any situation i was always in man and i feel like um you know if you stuck at a job right now you feeling stagnant 
and, and you got all these dreams, man. You like, like you got to start really putting your goals to a to put put, put like start, start with short goals. My 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 advice would be start with short goals and you know just complete little goals till you get to where you really want to be. You know, like I'm not where I want to be. Not that you know that I'm doing it big or nothing, but you know. <clears throat> I just jumped out, like, you know, I, you know, I, I do the music, I do my podcast, um, you know, uh, I'm getting into merchandising, and, you know, I'm just chasing my dreams, man, by all means, man, by any means, like, I feel like, you know, like I said, we only live one life, so, like, why not spend that one life, like, trying to do what you can do, like, I understand people got kids, and they got things that come up, and you got, you know, you got, uh, you got motherfucking um uh, uh I can't even think of the word right now. I'm too high, but you know this the Blunt Talk podcast. Um, you know you got things to do, man. You got you got you got you, you not opportunities, but you know you got responsibilities, you know. And but I just feel like people should never stray away from their dreams, man, and always stay focused on what you want to do, man. And um, when I seen this live on my homegirl Sierra, um. It just inspired me, man, and it's just like I just I just had to go and steal her video and steal her audio and bring it to the Blunt Talk podcast, man. And um, so with that being said, we're gonna get into uh, my homegirl Sierra Smith, you know, smart, uh, letting us know her testimony about you know how she jumped out the window, how she jumped off the porch, you know, and did what she had to do, and um, I respect her for that, and uh, I just want y'all to. Uh, you know, tap in, and, um, her business is called Credit, I know she got a credit repair business, and, uh, my fact, I'll give y'all the info after y'all listen to what she gotta say, let's get into it, Jack Holler, Blunt Talk Podcast, yeah. I just knew that 
I could not continue to do both, and I knew that my business was not going to grow if I did not walk away from my job. And I knew something was going to suffer. My kids was going to suffer if I continued to try to juggle both um, me, my, my marriage, like everything. So I just went ahead, stepped out on faith. I had no idea how it was going to work out. I literally just trusted God. Um, and things just started to prosper. I started putting in as much time as I was putting in for my old job for myself. And um, now, it's been one year. Um, it's been extremely, it's been an extremely blessed year. Even with COVID, with everything that's going on in the world, all of my businesses have been prospering. We have started more businesses. Um, we're on the verge of even more. And just once you, once you really take that leap of faith, go ahead and start your business. Like you'll just become that. You'll attract money. You'll attract people. You'll make connections. It literally changes your entire life. Like I'll never, ever, ever work for anyone ever again. So. I'm just encouraging y'all, because it's been a year, and I made six figures over and over and over again in this year, in, in one year. So next year, so when I say, when I make posts, like, I'm going to be a millionaire in the next six months, that's real talk. Like, I kid you not. <laughs> All because I trusted God. All because I stepped out on faith. All because... I give the energy that I want to receive all because I bet it on myself. Now, back in 2013, God told me to start a YouTube channel. I did not listen. I've been so scared. I haven't done it. I don't really like being on camera. I don't really like any of the like being out in the forefront type of thing. But when he told me to start this credit repair company, I listened. And it was legit the best thing I've ever done for myself, for my children, for my family, even for others. Like I've been business coaching and helping people start their businesses and and helping people restructure their businesses. And they have been so blessed. Like if God has given you a gift, you got to go with that thing because the, the finances will come. You just really got to follow your passion, your gift. Um, have so much freedom oh my goodness like when I was working my, I got three kids someone's always sick something's always going on you know I always gotta leave work I gotta talk to my boss you know oh, well, I can't be in today can I work from home oh first it's fine that I'm working from home now you know it's not fine anymore everyone we're no longer working from home but then there's still people that's doing it but I can't do it mm -mm. Like, there, there just comes a point where you just got to be like, okay, am I going to choose myself or I'm going to work for someone else for 30 years so I can retire and what? And everybody is not a business owner. Please don't get me wrong. There are some people who have, you know, went to school and got degrees and passionate about what they're doing. I'm not 
discouraging anybody from doing whatever you're doing in your field. But like me, like I said, I was making like 16 something an hour. No freedom. No, 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 I couldn't get a raise. None of that. So I just want to encourage y'all. It's been one year, y'all. One year. God is so amazing. He's so good. I've been able to give this year more than I've ever been able to give in my life. We started a nonprofit organization. We're going to be paying people's rents for Christmas this year. It's just been amazing. So I say all that to say, while you're sitting around thinking about what you want to do, while you're sitting around, you know, just kind of dreaming just start putting that stuff on paper and start doing it because while you're thinking about it and saying oh i gotta wait till this is right i gotta wait till that is right somebody else is actually doing it and um what god has for you is for you so don't let somebody else walk away with your dream or walk away with your passion because you didn't get in position when it was time the time is now that's my encouraging word for today i love y'all um, I'm probably going to be doing, a, um, I'm going to be doing a, uh, seminar to help people start their businesses. So I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. I really, really, really am passionate about this. So it'll probably be sometime soon. I'll let everybody know, but I'm literally going to walk you through getting your LLC, getting your EIN, your business bank account, your website, and your professional email address. And then we can go from there. So I'm about to meet my nephew, y'all. So I love you guys. Yes, yes. Round of applause, man. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Sierra Fraser. Um, <clears throat> just giving you her testimony, man, on, you know, on, uh, you know, jumping out on faith and, and doing what you really want to do with your life, man. You know, I, I definitely want to salute her um, for putting that out and putting that energy out in the, in the atmosphere, you know what I'm saying? I definitely was motivated by that. Um, make sure y'all go follow her on her page. Um, uh, I know she got a Facebook page, uh, which is Sierra uh, Credit Repair Fraser. Um, the C-E-I-R-A Credit Repair Fraser F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. Yeah, man, my bad. I couldn't remember, you know, what your last name, what your new last name was. I had to go, you know, go back to your page and, and you know, and look. But uh, and shout out to your husband, man, because I actually went to uh, War Park Middle School with him. He was older than me, but I, I remember him back in the day at War Park. So salute to y'all, man. Um, keep doing what you're doing. And when you start doing, when you do your seminars, let me know, man. I'm there. I'm there, definitely. Um, but anyway, y'all, what's good, man? Happy Halloween. It's the Blood Talk Podcast. My name, Holla. And I feel like it's about that time to get into some music, man. I feel like it's about that time. Hold on, let me dig in a stash. Let me dig in a stash. See what we got here. Okay. Uh, you know what? Yeah, that's what I'm gonna play. No Gravity Three. Um, this project was supposed to come out. Uh, I mean, this song was supposed to come out a little while ago, but uh, I never ended up putting it out. I kind of scrapped the song. You feel me? I, I mean, I got millions of songs I scrapped, but I kind of scrapped the song. I had too much going on and shit. But you know, I'm gonna give it to y'all today. Since it's Halloween, I might as well drop a little exclusive for y'all, man. So here we go, man. Let's get into it. Your boy Jay Holler, No Gravity Three. Yeah. Still with it when 
Fuck what you heard, ain't no gravity. This ain't your first time, you know this part three. Got the crown, man, that's all me. Yeah. Holla right back at it. Addicted to the shit, yeah, I'm an addict. These rappers shouldn't let me in the building. Cause now it's dead bodies in the attic. Nigga, I'm ill. Kill rappers at will. Heard your new shit, I was like, damn, niggas rapping like that still. I be on the move while these lights sit still. Tryna make music that people gon' feel. Tryna be number one here in my city. Cause I already know that the world gon' feel me. I'm H O double L A. Only watch my back, I don't watch what I say. I don't trust no bitch that go both ways. People want respect, but it go both ways. You say you A1, that's what all they say. Keep it 100, I don't remember that day. Nowadays, niggas change on you real quick. So when they hit my phone, I be like, who's this? Tryna survive all the shit that I did. I can make a hundred hours on my last 10 years. How many bars is this? I got plenty to say. I I ain't here to do shit this traditional way Just wanna transition, make the fans listen Feel like God ain't nothing one for Memphis Life is a bitch and I think about pimping Niggas don't like me, I can feel the tension Tip take mine, I'll take that sentence You don't make hits, but you can make my hit list I'm the real deal, no negotiation Going after mine, no hesitation They wanna tear me down like Brookhaven But I'm still shitting on them like my stomach aching Every good plan take preparation How these niggas get money and they still hating? Must be something inside People ain't real, I see through they facade For the trash shit, I did the shit with a job Cause I ain't about to get any crackers over Fuck what you heard, ain't no gravity This ain't your first time, you know this part three Still got the crown, yeah, that's all me yeah. I'm smoking, I'm rolling, it ain't no gravity I'm floating, I'm floating, it ain't no gravity uh, My mind state is no gravity Ain't no gravity Ain't no gravity Yo, 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 what it do, Blunt Talk Podcast, my name Holla, and uh, it's about that time for me to get up out of here, man, you know, it's Halloween, you know, probably gonna hit these streets tonight, you know, definitely wearing my mask, of course, y'all, um, follow me on Instagram, my name Holla, follow me on Facebook, my name Holla, once again, shout out to Sierra Frazier, um, make sure y'all tap in with her, uh, go follow her Facebook page, uh, Sierra credit repair Frazier, um, you know, and, uh, and everything she got going on, and, you know, sorry I had to steal your video, but, you know, you know, hey, man, I had, hey, that was great energy, and I just wanted to, you know, put that out to my, to my followers, and to my fans, and to the people that listen to the Blood Talk podcast, and, uh, man, shout out to everybody, man, like I said, happy Halloween, man, this was a special Halloween episode, man, you know, I really don't drop on Saturdays, but we'll be back next week, man. Until next time, y'all.